Thanks for listening to this podcast from Christ Church of Orinoco. Our hope is that it would help you discover completeness in Jesus. Now for this week's teaching. My name is Daniel Diaz. I'm from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Albuquerque. I love my city. I love, uh, I've been there for uh, 10 years, close to 10 years now. And I love, I love that city. And if you see the second slide in there, that city is amazing. And I live in the purple area. And the purple area is the more dangerous area that you go to Albuquerque. And it's dangerous. It's like I'm eating breakfast and they stole my bikes, my bicycles for the backyard. Yeah, Monday. I was like, really? Really? I'm eating breakfast. It's way until later. It's like <laughs> but I love that city. I love that city because God put us in there. It's 47% Hispanic population, 33% is speaking Spanish in home. So it's different in here. It's different. I think so everyone, you guys speak Spanish in home, I'm pretty sure. But, <laughs> but it's different. I have four kids, like Drake say. It's amazing to have four kids, uh, except when they escape and... Yeah, they're adorable. They're adorable when they're quiet only, when they're sleeping. Uh, but it's amazing. It's amazing. I tell him, it's like, it's fine. I have four. If you take one, I had three. It's still, it's still have the kids, you know. It's like, <laughs> it's amazing. It's like, if another goal is you still had two, it's like, it's fine. It's fine. But we love it. We love it to be in Albuquerque, be in Ciudad Gracia. This is my wife, Emily. She's amazing. She is uh, Japanese, German. She's no Mexican. Mexican, but now she's Mexican by by culture. She that we adopted her now. It's like, but but we love to be in, in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and we love to be in that area and to serve the Latinos in that area. God put us in Ciudad Gracia three years ago. We opened the church, and when we opened the church, it was like. God, I don't know what you're doing because I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> but we opened in last week. We celebrated three years, and we see God's people, God's grace in that church. Uh, I'm going to pray. I want to pray one more time in Spanish uh, before I start talking about a little bit about Joseph. Uh, if, I, if you hear Joseph or Jose, it's the same, okay? Okay? You understand now? Okay? It's going to be a little Spanish class in here, too. And more because my, my tone right now is so lazy and don't want to speak English. <laughs> but let me pray to calm down my tone and, and to speak a little Spanish to God before we start, okay? Can you close your eyes and I will pray. Gracias, Señor, por este día. Señor, te pido, Señor, que calmes, Señor, que me des palabras, Señor, para hablar, Señor, y más que nada que podamos ver tu esperanza, Señor, quiénes somos en ti, qué nos define y no quiénes somos en lo que nos dice el mundo. En nombre del Señor Jesucristo, amén y amén. So when I, uh, when, I was, uh, when I was young, like you guys, ooh, long time ago, I have a dream. I have a dream, and my dream was to play soccer. I have a dream, and I, I good in that. I good. As Drake, as whatever people in here, it's like they cry. They're like, ah, ah. They, they want to take people. Dude, like Mexican, I have a dream before. I want to be a soccer player. And that was my dream, be a soccer player. Uh, at one point now, I have a father, I have a pastor. I have a dream. I, I have a son. But I have a dreams and always have a dreams. All something define me in the dream. Always, always define. And I don't know you guys, but you have a dreams? You have a dream? You want to be somebody one day? Yeah? No, man. Yes or no? Okay. Hey, I'm Mexican. I need a little more feedback, okay? And so I know you, I know you, 
to just to drag and quiet, okay? But, okay, I need more feedback, okay? Uh, I have a dream. And uh, I, he is like, hey, let's talk about Jose and, and his brothers. And, and I was like, you know, one of the things that I start seeing in this story, I start seeing what God have a dream for Joseph. And what dream had, had God for Joseph. And when I start seeing that, when I start seeing, I see in, in, uh, in Genesis 37, 6 and, 7, and 6 and 7, I see a dream that Joseph has. And he said to them, here is dream that have a dream Behold, we were binding chains in the field, and I'm not going to read the Bible. You're going to read your house. But Genesis 37, they start talking about the dream that Joseph started having. And pretty much it's like, hey, the dream is that you, brothers, and everyone is going to be down, be down by me. Everyone is going to, I, 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 I stand in, and you, brothers, you come and then worship me. Or like, no, worship me. Just like, say, hey, I'm here, and, and bind down to, my, to me. And, uh, and God have a dream for Joseph. And when I start seeing the, the Bible and I start looking and I start looking around in Genesis 37 after, I start seeing God have a dream for Joseph. And the dream that God has for Joseph is bigger. The, it's, a dream, the, it's a dream that God have a plan, a specific plan for him. And sometimes I imagine, I imagine Joseph say to God and say, hey, why me? Why me? Why you have a dream with me? Why you have a dream with me? Because this dream costs, you, costs him a lot. God have a dream and say, this is a dream for you. This is what I want for you. And, but God don't say to him, but it's going to cost you your brothers hate you. It's going to cost you go to sleep. It's going to cost you jail. It's going to cost you this much. But God have a dream. Sometimes uh, in Albuquerque, I'm, I have a, a dreamer, a dreamer, and I dream, I dream that that city be transformed by the gospel. I dream that people meet Jesus. And I dream, I dream, I dream. Because I know God has something for them. And I know God has something, a dream for you. I know that one of the things that I see in the Bible, God has a dream for us. And the Bible teaches that he sent his son to die for us. He has a dream for us. He has a dream for you. He has a dream for us. And when I start seeing the dreams that God has for me and for my people and for you, it's bigger, and when I see now we can be sons of God, and we can go to him and say, you know, I can be in your presence. I can, I can, I can kneel down. I can feel you, God. When I start seeing the dreams that God has for my people, for Albuquerque, New Mexico, for my people, when I start seeing the dreams that God has, I start seeing a city transformed by the gospel. When I, I have this story, this guy came to my church, and he's a mechanic, he's a, he's a great guy. And uh, he came to my church, and, and he, he's running a mechanic, a mechanic shop, and, and, and I talked to him. It's like, dude, I think so God have a dream for you. And he's like, where is the dream? I was like, you need to be a better mechanic. Like, <laughs> Look at all the cars. <laughs> no, no, he's a good mechanic, but I was like, hey, you need to do better. Something is bigger than this. 
And uh, the first time I come to my church, and as I do, uh, and I tell him, hey, let's, let's serve the people. Let's paint the house. And he's like, hey, I don't want to do that. I'm like, yeah, you're going to do that, and you're going to pay for the pain because I don't have money. <laughs> and he's like, no. I'm like, yes. God have a dream for him. A couple months ago, he came to me and said, Abiel, I think so I understand the dream that I have for myself. And I was like, what is the dream? He's like, I influence a lot of people in my shop. He's like, I have seven people working for me. I have like a bunch of people around myself like coming and, and they're my clients. And I'm like, what is the dream? He's like, I want to make more money. And I was like, great, you understand now that God's have a dream for you. He's like, yeah, I want to make more money because I want to glorify God with my work. I want to be the best mechanic in this town. And I want to shame this community. And I was like, yes, God have a dream. It's going to cost you. And he's like, yes, because I'm so stubborn. Yes, it's going to cost you. And I tell it's going to cost you because people is going to start talking about you. People is going to hate you. People is going to like doing stuff around you. They, they're going to say something. And he's like, yeah. I was like, okay, you ready? He's like, no. Okay, and still, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. God have a dream for us. God have a dream for Joseph. God have a dream for myself. God have a dream for you. God have a dream in our life. One of the things that I see in this story, through this story, is that what people say about that. What people say around about that. And sometimes affect us. Sometimes affect us. And more in this culture that we live. In this culture we live, everything around is affect us. It's affect us right, right there. What do people say? What do people say is affect us a lot. To Joseph, what do people say? To his brother, what the brother say to him? What the brother feel about him? And in Genesis 37, 18 to 20, Joseph is looking for them and it's like, find, hey, where is my brother? It's like, they're over there. And the brothers is like looking, looking and see him. It's like, oh man, this is escarado y viene este, infeliz de la vida. Uh, I don't want to translate that because uh, <laughs> they can kick me from here. But... <laughs> Uh, but they're like, oh, man, he's coming. <sighs> we don't like that guy. We want to kill the guy. We want to kill the guy. They say to one another, here's come the dreamer. Come now, let us kill him and throw him into one of the pits. They start talking about him. They start talking. They start believe. They start like thinking like, where? Like, look at that. Look at the dreamer. Look at, look at where he's talking. Look at where. People around us is going to talk. People around us is going to talk. And people around us is going to influence. And us, we, when they, we allow sometimes influence about that. I have a dream, play soccer. And I was good. My dad is a pastor, and I, I love my parents. I love my dad. But I grew up in a religious environment where Sundays, oh, man, go to play soccer is a sin. I was like, and I was so sinful. <laughs> I fake a lot of times, like, oh, I'm so sick. Dad. I was like, look at me. It's like, ah, like, I'm dying. And they leave, like, put my shingles, everything, and run to play soccer. 
And a couple times they find out, then I don't want to tell you what happened. It's like, <laughs> that was, God, it was like hard. But I grabbed like that, I grabbed like, I grabbed like the people allowed me to play soccer with all the Christians. Because play soccer, doing sports, doing stuff like that was like, you're sinful. You can take your time into your talent in the church. When I was 14, 15, I grabbed, it started like believing that. When I was 16, somebody come and say, you're a decent player. If you had money, we could allow you to go to tryouts in a professional soccer. And I was like, yes, my dream and stuff like that. But you start believing what people say around you and influence. And I was like, you know, that's a sinful way. I start looking that way. I start looking, I start responding different way. To their, that response to take me to sinful ways to do it. The story talk about they, they don't kill him, they sell him. They did something wrong. Imagine sell your brother. Imagine trying to kill your brother. Imagine that, all the, the influence, the people, where people say around you. But you know sometimes ourselves, we believe that. Ourselves, we believe that. And we change our ways. And we're not looking God. We're looking the people. We're looking, okay, where they say, how they affect us. And you know what happened? When that happened, we start doing, we start, do, we start looking people. And, and that happened, we start sinning. Because for me, it was like, hey, you know, if the church say that, yeah, sure, I can go to church and 18 years old, 19 years old came around. By 19 I was like, you know, I'm done with the church. You guys are a little crazy. <laughs> you guys are a little crazy. i almost done with the church. I just want to make money and that's it. When I was 19, almost, no, I was 20, 20, 21, God sent my wife to Chihuahua and showed me his grace and showed me a different way. But sometimes what people think of us, change us. But you know, one of the things that I don't want to just say, talk about me, I want to talk about here. Like how are we going to respond? How are we going to respond? How Joseph and all that story is responding? Uh, forward, move forward that story. Joseph is talking to his brothers at one point. They don't recognize him. He's just like so broken. He's just so broken. And he know that God's plan. He know that God's have a dream for him. And he is fulfilling that dream. His brothers, they don't know that all this stuff happened around him. All this stuff happened around him is allowed to fulfill God's dream. And the how he respond, I love that when he cry, when he go by himself and cry, and he respond in grace. I don't know where you are. I don't know where you are in like believing God's dream for yourself or stuff like that, or believing in another person. One of the things is like his will we fulfill. And to this day. I, could, I went and talked to my dad later when I became a pastor and say, thank you, dad. Because you don't know, all the influence you did it to me is like, I, I, I went to a sinful way. And, and that is myself. But all that stuff allowed me to pursue ministry later in life. 
and God fulfill his will in myself. I can see God fulfilling his will in himself. And to me, it's like when I see that, when I see that for itself, and when I see it's, it's our Father, it's our God, when I see Jesus, like Jesus chose to how to pray and how to talk to the Father and how to, he knows something, he knows something better than us. His will is going to fulfill in our life. It's not our will, it's his will. His kingdom is coming. His kingdom is here. And when we understand that we have a plan in our life and we can, we can fulfill his will. And yeah, maybe sometimes we're going to be a soccer player, a doctor, or pastor, or something else. But we're going to fulfill his will in that. I love Matthew 6, 9 to 15. I love that when, when, when Jesus is like talking to the disciples and talking and explaining, you need to pray like this. Our Father in heaven, allow be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. I love that. I love Matthew. I love how Jesus is like fulfilling that to us and say, you know, you know, sometimes, sometimes we don't understand his will. And sometimes people talk around us and doing his stuff. But we, when we understand that he's going to fulfill his will because it's him, it's not about us, it's about him, we have the freedom. We have that freedom. We have that freedom too. We can kneel down and say, you know, God, we're here. My friend, the mechanic, he don't came to that conclusion. Let me do better business just because something, no. Because he came to Christ and he started repentance. He started repentance. Start repenting in his life and start walking through the cross. And when he start walking to the cross, he understand God's will. When Joseph is sitting in there and understanding that God's will was perfect. And understanding that God's will was to, he can be the best administrator to be in that area. To be the best Guy, the best in the kingdom to, to fulfill. And when he understand, he say, thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you, because now I can save my people too. This year, this is my prayer for you, for me. And this is my prayer that when we see Joseph, we don't see uh, something that happened. We see un propósito de Dios, purpose of God. We see God's hands for the first day that was a dreamer and to the last day that was with his brothers. When you see your life, you will not see like, oh, look at my life. I'm in Joplin. I'm in, where did you live? West City, another one? That's it. Another one? That's it? 
Job plan. I'd say job plan. That's the third one I say. Wake up. <laughs> what? That one too? To say like more like New Mexico have a good name, Socorro, you know, Las Lunas, <laughs> Spanish names. <laughs> or Oronogo. Or, or yes, true. We in Oronogo. Oh, dumb. <laughs> really? Well, that's good. It's good commute. <laughs> you know, uh, when you see, like, hey, uh, this is intention. God put you in these places. And God put you in these places not for, it's for a reason. When you see that, when you see the gospel, when you see the gospel, when you see Christ die for us. Not because you're good, not because nothing else. Because you're a sinner, that's it. Antes de que, I'm going to speak a little Spanish, sorry. Antes de que fueran los buenos, no eran los buenos. Eran los pecadores y Cristo murió por nosotros. We are sinner and Christ died for us. God put you in these places for a dream. And I don't know, when I go to my place, I see a lot of brokenness. But I see my place and I see the dream that God had for me. I don't know if you can see your dream and say, God, you know, I, 17, 18, 16, 18, 19, 20, 40, 60 years old. But I'm here. I want to, you will be done and no mine. I want to reconcile. I want to use me for your glory, not for my glory. I want to say yes, Lord, to your will, no ours. I want to say yes, Lord, to your ways, no ours. I want to say yes, Lord, to your truths, no the world's opinions. I want to say yes, Lord, to the, the desires of your heart, no cultural trends. I want to say yes, Lord, to whatever you are calling us to do. Do what you want. Do it and how you want. Uses to bring glory to you alone. Close your eyes and I want to pray for you guys. I want to, God, just thank you for the opportunity to come with the CCO guys, Christ Shores, a big family. A family that we love. But God allow us to come and, and serve and give us our lives. I want you will be done in no mind. I want you truths to be truths in no mind. I want you desires. Sometimes it's hard. Joseph maybe saw hard things in his life and maybe asking, why? When the end, when reconciliation happened, 
when salvation happened to that people, the only thing he did was cry. Allow us to go to that place where it's you and me, and we can cry out and just say thank you, because you will be done. Allow these groups, allow the group to, when they go to missions, experience that. You will be done. Open the eyes, give you big dreams. Give big dreams. So we can glorify you with our lives, with our every day. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thanks again for checking out this podcast. We hope this teaching helped you to discover completeness in Jesus and encourages you to help others do the same. For more resources or to learn about Christ Church in general, visit us online at cco.church.